Going back in history for the bittersweet part of the rum history. Discover how the trade in enslaved Africans and sugar shaped London. The museum's building is central to this story. It was built at the time of the transatlantic slave trade to store the sugar from the West Indian plantations, where enslaved men, women and children worked. The Museum of London Docklands, itself a converted warehouse, once used to store slave harvested sugar. The legacy that slave traders have left behind can be uncomfortably close to home. The East London docks were built in part to trade in slave harvested goods from the Caribbean. Curator Daniel Tom has mapped the traces of the Atlantic slave trade that remain in Docklands, hidden in street names, statues and what was built with the profits of slavery. London's West India docks, a major infrastructure project which began in 1802, were not only funded in part by slavery profits but actually designed to enhance those profits by making the import of slave-grown goods more efficient. The Museum of London Docklands opened the London Sugar and Slavery Gallery in 2007 and it remains a permanent exhibition. The exhibition follows the narrative of the transatlantic slave trade from the perspective of London, once the fourth largest slave trading port in the world. Through personal accounts, film, music, interactive exhibits and over 140 objects, the exhibition looks at the various stages of the transatlantic slave trade, including life and trade on the West India Dock and conditions for the enslaved on the Middle Passage and the Caribbean plantations. The final section of the gallery focuses on the legacies of the slave trade for British society today. Note that the museum also created a walking trail for the local area, highlighting key architectural features and buildings that had once played a role in the transatlantic slave trade. The Slave Map of London was developed in collaboration with the three London museums. Check the bio for the links.